Welcome back to the I Hate the Internet podcast. I am so excited to have one of the members of the Stop Wearing My Clothes pod, which I find that title hilarious. Miss Kayla. I'm so glad. Kayla, how wow. are you? I am good. Thank you so much. I am one half of Stop Wearing My Clothes. It's me and my sister. And honestly, we have gotten in like physical altercations growing up because she yes. would steal my clothes. Um, and so when we decided we wanted that to be the core of our podcast and we love, I actually live in California. She's in Washington state. Oh, so wow. it's always okay. been something where we've connected on and we get to talk about reality TV every week and it keeps us very in each other's lives. And it's, it's really that. been a blessing. I absolutely love that. I have a sister too. And one of the things that made me laugh when I first saw your guys TikToks was that exact reason because I was like oh my god I, I the title of your guys podcast that is me and my sister from an extremely young age yes exactly yeah it started young and it honestly just happened again a couple weeks ago we're in different states and it still happened all of a sudden I was scrolling through Instagram she had a new, new post I think it was Easter yeah. and she's wearing the maid of honor dress I wore at her wedding that I've been looking for for years and I was just like, um, Amy, what, what are you doing here? We're like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, I mean, it just keeps going. So it seemed very fitting and yeah, we just do reality TV, pop culture. And we also like to open up about our lives because kind of another thing that I think makes our podcast a little interesting is me and my sister are so different, even though we grew up the exact same way. Yeah. Um, so we definitely have different perspectives on things, but most of all, we just love to laugh and make other people laugh. And so that's just kind of, it brings me a lot of joy. Yes. Your podcast and your, especially your TikToks bring me a lot of joy because oh, yeah. I just love finding people that have a sense of humor about reality TV because mm -hmm. uh, there's so many people that take it so seriously and I always say on my TikToks, I'm like, listen, what I, I have a lot of passion with what I'm saying, trust mm -hmm. me, like I am obsessed, especially with Vanderpump rules. But at the end of the day, these are not real people. These are not real humans. Like they're just as much as celebrities as Julia Roberts is like, they don't exist in the real world and yeah. it's not that deep. And watching you guys have a great sense of humor since I got onto you guys because of Vanderpump rules. And okay. so to see you guys have such a silly sense of humor about Vanderpump Rules, I'm like, I have to get, if not both of them, one of them on my podcast, because they, you guys, you seem to get it. You really get it. Yeah, for sure. I definitely don't like taking things too seriously. Yes, there's some, I mean, they are real people. This is our real kind of, you know, scandal itself. I mean, that's a poor Ariana, team Ariana, all yes. of that. But yes. at the same time, like, you know, you don't see me doing hate videos about Tom Sandoval or anything like no. that. Like maybe I say some mean things about him, just mostly for shock factor. Yes. Um, but yeah, for sure. I definitely just, I like to make people laugh and kind of that take on reality TV. I think, I mean, everyone, you're going to get people in the comments. That's the way social media is of like oh, all yeah. of a sudden, like twisting what I said to be something super serious. And that is like, if anyone who knows me, like I'm the least like hateful person ever, even if I say something kind of outlandish, outlandish it's, it's for the laugh. 
Right. Um. So yeah, definitely. Thank you for all the compliments. Of I, course. I feel, I feel you're boosting my confidence right now. But okay. <laughs> well, good. I'm so happy for that. Well, I'm excited because like I said, we're only, we're, this is a, if you are on my Instagram today, anybody that saw this was my special guest and we're just going to talk about Vanderpump Rules because I have my send it to Daryl sweatshirt on. I'm ready to go because this is, this is my favorite reality TV show that I've ever watched. And I've watched as a 33 year old woman, I've watched a lot of reality TV and this is a reality TV show that I've been trying to get friends, family to watch for a decade. And only till now do people truly grasp the genius that is Vanderpump Rules. And you had said that you're an OG as well. So as someone who's an OG, have you always been on the road of like, this is like, this is fantastic reality television. And what do you love about this particular reality TV show versus other ones? Yes. Well, I have to say seasons one through three, particularly are just so unhinged. Yes. And, like in the best way. And yeah. one thing I think that kind of sets it apart from some other ones is they are really just being them. It's not an act. No, these are like the real reactions, real unhinged people in the yes. best way. And you can love them for like who they are. You know, the Kristen Dowdies of them, the Stassi. Um, I mean, these are iconic people in my life. I don't know if they know they're in my life, but I mean, they're my friends. Yes, they uh, are. They're my, they're <laughs> mine as well. And I celebrate them and I nurture them and I'm here for them. Yes. And I think it's also interesting because they are, you know, it started with like this core group of actual real friends. And, you know, when you see real housewives and then they all of a sudden get a new housewife casted, that's not really friends and they just pluck them in there. You can tell. Yes. You know, so I think the history and the deepness of these relationships are bring it to another level. Now, I have to say I did peter out season eight and nine. I have not watched yet. I'm right now in the middle of re-watching everything. So I'm going to yes. get there. Um, and then I decided actually before Scandaval, I was like season 10, you know, it could be the last one was kind of in my head. Yeah. And I decided to start watching again. And then I'm obviously so glad I did because like what a couple, mm-hmm. it was like only two episodes in when everything kind of blew up. And I yes. was like, I felt like maybe was it like my reality TV like senses tingling like what made me decide to watch that season yeah and I think you know I just have a, a sixth sense when it comes to reality television I was like yeah. something something's gonna happen something ain't right something ain't yeah. right yeah that's amazing Did I question I think I, yes <laughs> no no that's absolutely incredible I agree with you I said on the last my last episode um with Britt I think one of the reasons why Beverly Hills has had a huge issue with consistency and being good and having good cast members is exactly why Vanderpump Rules is successful. They are friends. They've been, they've been, they've lived in other states together. They've lived in closets and holes in the walls together. Like they've done inappropriate things with each other in these closets and walls. Like (laughs) they are the most unhinged humans. And I think the greatest thing about them is they are like totally fine with being perceived as nutcases they don't Mm -hmm. care they don't really necessarily like they kind of defend themselves but they're also kind of like yeah and what like so I cheated on you what does it matter and I'm like this is incredible this is incredible absolutely amazing 
Yeah, and I feel like almost it comes with like a fandom has that level of unhingedness, you know, too. It like lets yes. us like our fan freak flag fly or something. I don't know. Like I was actually at um, Schwartz and Sandy's last night. I decided to go. I know I kind of felt guilty. So hopefully, please don't judge me too hard. I did put, give money to the staff. You have to support the other staff members. Yeah, there we go. There we yes. go. And I actually, the first person I saw was Tom Schwartz. The second person I saw was someone with a send it to Daryl sweatshirt. And I was just like, that's the type of fan that I want to be. Like, yes, could you, the kahunas that you have to like have walking into his yes. restaurant with that sweatshirt. And I'm just like, I am so proud to be part of this fandom. Yes, there are like the fans that are on TikTok that they're showing going to Tom Sandoval concerts. Those are Vanderpump Rules fans that are totally fine with standing in a crowd with a sign that says poo poo head on it. Like those are my people. I couldn't agree more. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And one of the other things I really liked about being there is I like made like four friends. I was like, just like, so you watch Vanderpump Rules? And then we just started like talking and it was just like, it was, a, it's a community, you know? Yeah. And um, I'm really excited because we actually started our podcast with just covering The Bachelor. And then we kind of spread out to like the Netflix reality shows, like Love is Blind and stuff. Yes. And I actually, that's why we haven't covered Vanderpump Rules the whole season, just the past few weeks, kind yep. of gearing up to this Super Bowl of a finale three-part Literally. Week. And um, kind of a different, my, we're OGs. My sister is one of those scandal watchers who have like come in from the drama. So you yes. can kind of see both um, sides of it, which I find interesting. But also I did lose my train of thought. Why was I saying that? Oh, girl, you're talking to ADHD queen right here. Queen, <laughs> the ADHD queen right here. Yes. Oh, okay. I found it. I, I, it came back to me. And so like I, it took some arm twisting to get my sister to cover this. Cause I felt like she just like, well, I don't know, you know, all the stuff. And I was like, no, it doesn't matter. I was like, no, you just need to live in this moment. That is Vanderpump rules, you know, yes. just like these reality stars are going on stars on Mars, the go Chris and Dodie's going to go on. We need to take advantage of this moment too. Not you know? stars on Mars. Not stars. I, I heard a rumor. Uh, it's not a Schwartz total- though. That's the issue. Is it anybody else? I want to watch know. Portia on Mars. I don't oh, want to yes. watch Tom Schwartz on Mars. Yeah, I heard a little bit of spoiler rumor if you if you are okay with me. Of course. Yeah. Please tell I, me everything. I'm pretty sure he leaves first. He that would not first. shock no. me. At, I, I'm surprised he willingly showed up. <laughs> Exactly. I know. I'm like competitiveness and shorts. They just, they don't go hand in hand. Well, and he's also <laughs> like by himself now, which I find to be very, very interesting because I really do think that something I saw a post on Instagram, I believe it was, I don't remember who it was, but they were talking about how they think something happened at the reunion that we clearly don't know about yet. Okay. Where, the dynamic has changed and the example they gave or like the hint they gave was basically in the trailer we saw that they had their timelines messed up on when Schwartz actually found out and we know that when things don't go Tom Sandoval's way he gets very angry very angry and I think something and I was like "Hmm, that's really interesting because we haven't heard about them being together a lot they haven't been seen a lot together now all of a sudden Schwartz is doing like a reality TV show kind of by himself, which he's also never done. He did winter house with Sandoval. Like he's always either with Katie or he's with Sandoval. And so it's like, so 
who is Tom Schwartz without these two people anymore? It's going to be very interesting. I also have heard many times people go, this man needs to never be on reality TV literally ever again. He wasn't made for reality TV where the rest of them kind of were. He kind of got like thrown into it. Mm -hmm. I could see that for sure. I mean, I would say before Scandal hit, I was a Schwartz fan. Like, yes, like him and Katie's relationship has always been kind of problematic. And, you know, I don't, you it's hard to love a character like a not a character but kind of you know a person on real on Vanderpump rules just because all of them are actually problematic so you can be like go yeah. hard but also like just because I go hard for this person doesn't mean I agree with everything that yes. they said and done and yes. that's okay like I can like that person for who they are the drama they bring you know yeah. what however I want but I would have to say Schwartz lost me about two weeks ago, officially, when they were glamping for Raquel's birthday and him doing that kind of, we know Schwartz knew at the glamping trip. And for him to joke in front of Ariana about like, you know, Raquel likes taking men and Brock and Sandoval watch out. That's diabolical. That's like and that's sick. where I lost all my respect for him. And it, mm-hmm. I, it just sealed it in this last week when um Schwartz chooses Raquel in that alley fight that they have in the Sir Alley and he's still like 12 years later still continuing to choose other people ahead of Katie yes they're not married anymore but she just wanted like a conversation and this little chihuahua comes in and like she where she does not belong and the fact that Schwartz was like wanting her to stay and like not if Schwartz would have told Raquel like no hey like me and Katie you know we need to talk this is you know between us she yeah. would have left um but I think she felt comfortable enough to do that because she knew Schwartz had her back and yes. I hate that I don't know where the credit is due because I saw this somewhere and it just stayed in my mind. I don't know where I saw it, but I thought it was a really interesting take of why Raquel kept inserting herself between Tom Schwartz and Katie on that last episode. Yep. And I think we have seen Tom Sandoval in interviews and stuff talk about Raquel, how like Raquel being competitive or um, her standing up for herself. Yes. is like it's what you know very rooting her on in that and I feel like almost behind the scenes that's what Raquel he's telling Raquel yeah it's either like hot or something it's like oh yeah you need to go do this I think there's a lot of inner workings of Sandoval in her mind already as these things are happening you know what I mean like you oh just yeah that. no definitely like the scene when they're when she I mean when Raquel's sitting there in the restaurant looking at Katie and repeating things that we've heard Tom Sandoval literally say to Katie multiple times when they talk about the dog situation it's like who are you also so what happened with you and your ex-fiance and your dog situation so you get to withhold your dog from your ex but then somehow turn that back around onto Katie with her situation it's like I'm like, oh, so you literally are Tom Sandoval's mouthpiece. You, everything he says is the exact same phrasing and the exact same words that you've already said to Katie. It's, it's mind boggling to me. And there's so many TikToks and there's so many Instagram videos of them splicing, you know, his situation with Kristen and his situation. Now it's word for word, which is outlandish. It's It's creepy. 
it's so weird that them not being intimate, um, being annoyed by the very presence. These yes. are word for word phrases that he described of how it was with Kristen. And I just can't. I don't know if you saw it. You see kind of what Schwartz and Sandoval are wearing that night for the something about her event. And oh that was, did you see it? Yes. And I was like, this is disgusting. Like they were literally out on a double date with Raquel and Joe before this at Schwartz and Schwartz and Sandy, I think. They um, just didn't care. Like they, that's the thing that I think bothers me the most is I can deal with a lot of diabolical craziness because sure. like you said already, not one of them is a good person, except for, I'm going to, I'm going to stay out here. I okay. think Ariana is a good person. I really do. Everybody else, though, I think is diabolical in their own right, but it's tolerable. Now we're at a level where it's almost like you're not just, this sounds like ridiculous, but you're not just disrespecting like the people on your cast. Now you're disrespecting us as an audience thinking that we're Mm -hmm. stupid and that you cannot just dupe your girlfriends, your fiancés, your husbands, your wives, your friends, whatever, but you're going to sit there and try to dupe us. When we're like private investigators, like who do you oh, think we are? We know everything. We Lit- know literally. Everything. <laughs> like and these for are him people to try that to intertwine. Like, yeah, you see him. You, if he's so transparent, you see him cr- trying to create this narrative uh, between him and Ariana, making her the bad guy. So in season eleven, they could break up and whatever was I don't whatever him and Raquel's plan was, whatever the plan was, it didn't work out. No. Um, but it's just. I just couldn't imagine treating someone I love like that. And the fact that also, I'm just very curious of what we're going to find out on the finale specifically with what exactly Ariana knew when it came to Sandoval not being faithful throughout their relationship. Like, yeah. do you think she hadn't really trusted him? Like, and good for, I mean, trust is such an important part of relationship and I get that. And sometimes that's what you have to do unless you have the cold, hard proof in front of you. Right. But the Miami girl example, you know, and like, there's oh, been yeah. so many rumors of before and after Raquel, him like going and doing whatever he wants with his pants down. Um, yeah. so- and even Raquel cheating on him while he's cheating on her while cheating on Ariana. I'm like- So much cheating. It's too so much. much. It's too much. You guys are too. You know, how do you how do you keep track of this? You guys no, barely remember to brush your teeth and put your pants on every morning. Like what what are we what are we dealing with here? It is. It's just it's it's just too much disrespect. It's too, it's very much um, e- it's like evil. Like we're at a point now where it's like they everybody keeps asking like Lala and Sheena who have been doing most of the podcasting about this from the cast like oh you know who do you think that they can be redeemed from this situation and almost all of them have said like if Raquel could like get her crap together maybe she could but they've all said like Tom Sandoval is literally never you're 40 years old like at what point are you going to grow the hell up and become a better person you're not going to he's at concerts saying her name making jokes about it he he's not going to grow up he's definitely not going to change he's not going to get better it's too late. Like we've lost him and we've, we mm-hmm. were, we're literally done with him. Yes. So it's like, Oh Lord. So going back to, you know, obviously all of the cast members are diabolical wild. What mm-hmm. cast member is your favorite and what cast member do you 
constantly feel like you have to like, you're like dying on a hill. You're like, I don't care that you all hate them. I don't care that you, or you don't like this particular thing that happened to them. Yeah. They're great. You all are crazy and you don't see what I'm seeing. Okay. Lots of layers to that question. But I think the first thing that pops into my head is the James and Lala of it all. Yes. Um, James Kennedy is such the comedic relief that we need in these like insane situations. Yeah. And like, I mean, just poo-poo head, like worm with a mustache. Yeah. Um, I don't want to use the S and D word. And then the producer's like, what is that? Dumb and stupid. Yeah. Like, honestly, like he was, oh, he's a walking meme. He's an icon. He's, he's incredible. And he is the number one guy in the group in yes. my humble opinion. Yeah. But He's got a lot of issues too. And like the fact, I just, I'm kind of, you know, Kristen Dowdy, when she was on Watch What Happens Live not too long ago, insinuated yeah. that even when he was, you know, sober, he wasn't actually sober. And kind of being, seeing this kind of journey for, from him of like kind of those alcohol issues, it's just like so sad to me because I, yeah, he, I could tell he's got a good heart. He loves like so hard, so fast. And, I just hope he can get that under control before he loses too much more. You know, we've yeah. seen him a little bit on this. And um, I did notice because he was drinking during the season. But when he was on Watch What Happens Live, they did a shot. But they specifically said James was water. Yeah. So watching his journey with that's been tough. And yeah. I just like want to shake him sometimes. I know. Um, Because, you know, I think, you know. He, I, he loved Raquel and I think he really does love Allie and Same. I'm just a little, I'm just very worried about him if this thing with Allie doesn't work out because I think Allie's a smart girl and I don't think she's going to put up with too much over yeah. a long period of time. Yeah. So I just, I, I, I just send him good vibes. It's like, he just, like I said, he just makes me laugh. I think he has such a good heart and I want the best for him. And he, I would say he's my favorite. Um, yeah. But like I said, it's so hard, hard when you, you, you can't agree with everything that all these people do, but I would say he's my favorite. Lala, I sometimes have trouble with, she's a, she's very intense, very confrontational. Yeah. She can really go for the jugular. Yeah. And sometimes it is on the line of bullying. I feel like in past seasons, I don't really care about the Raquel stuff. I said, go for it. Be um, like, go, girl, but go. I do think there has been like moments of that. And so, you know, I don't always condone that, but I think we've seen such a transformation with Lala that I'm hoping yes. we see with James, yes. you know, she has, she's the best mom. She's fiercely loyal to her friends. Yeah. And, um, you know, is living this sober life that works the best for her. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of interesting. I liked the last um, episode of her thinking about having like a child, like yeah. solo too, which I mean, she's such a great mom. So it'll be interesting to see if we get to see that journey in season 11 or if yeah. she's going to meet someone um, or James is single. Um, I, I, I'm one of those end gamers. Soulmates literal I don't even care if they don't end up together like romantically I just always want them to be in each other's lives yes they are truly so the fact that they put them together sitting next to each other at the reunion I'm like whoever did that is genius it was needed oh so so genius because they just have that best friend inside joke type of friendship and to sit and watch the two of them. I mean, when they're sitting there, the two of them are sitting there talking about the whole situation. 
I was just dying watching her react and be all like, you know what? And he's like, oh, no, really? You really think so? No way. I just, oh, that's such a good accent. I At love least they're just like him. Oh my God. I, my husband and I, so I got my husband on Vanderpump Rules and it's like the best part of our marriage. I love, oh, I love it. I love watching Vanderpump Rules with him because his insight on everything and his favorite person is also James Kennedy. He's obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. And so that's all we do. The whole episode is we just imitate him and we just laugh our butts off because he, you are right. We, especially this season, the season's very, very dark and at times like I know last episode I was like teary-eyed I was like this is like actual I cried tor- too yes. I thought I was the only one no, I was like no okay, I, ha- right. I had to we, stop we doing a TikTok other. yes I had to stop doing a TikTok because I was like I look like a psychopath crying over reality TV people I'm like okay st- like, I can't I have to stop but I was because I was like this is I think I watched um Nick Vial's podcast with Howie Mandel which was I was like oh god Okay, I actually didn't watch that one. So one thing I found really profound about it, and I actually, I understand why people are having a hard time with Nick right now. I I 100% get it, but I actually think he's an incredible interviewer because he's very, he sits back, he's very calm. He listens, he listens a lot, but he also has great questions back, but he's not aggressive or nasty about it. And one thing that he kept saying to Howie was, I think the reason why this show resonates this season so much with people is because so many women have dealt with men like this before. And so many women have been gaslit by men. Mm -hmm. And that's why people are so angry because it's, it feels a little personal. And I feel like the last episode, that's what it was. I was like, Oh, I've, I have felt this before. I have seriously watched a man look me dead in the eye and gaslight me and just being like is this really happening and I'm like watching it happen to Katie and I'm like this poor woman has been on reality tv for a decade and has honestly been a villain almost 95 percent of the time Mm -hmm. only to find out that she was pretty much along with us as the audience being gaslit by this dumb dumb over here I have goosebumps. Like right? I could, I couldn't agree with you more. Yes, I love talking about people because you just see on like such a deeper level. And like I know, yes. I sometimes like I just got a YouTube comment of like a TikTok I did about Vanderpump Rules, and all they said was, "Oh, how we have fallen." <laughs> so it's just like, <laughs> like you YouTube get it. comments are like beyond. I love it. Yes. I eat it up. Yes. Um, but yes, I couldn't agree with you more. Scandal side, watching Katie this season has been so eye-opening yeah like the way that even us as an audience me included yeah oh given Schwartz a pass over and over because of his demeanor because oh it's but a Schwartz yeah you know and I think we've really seen with the scandal I feel like we're starting to see Schwartz for who he is and then now we see him in both places of Scandoval's confidant or whatever you want to call him yeah and then you know going through this with Katie I just feel for her and I really feel like this was like Ariana and Katie don't have don't have to buck with the Tom. Oh, am I allowed to say that? Yes. Oh my god, okay. swear all you okay. want. Swear all you <laughs> want. Um, you know, they don't have to fuck with the Toms anymore. No. You know what I mean? They it's are great. gonna do something about her. They are gonna be bigger than Schwartz and Sandy's will ever be. And they're great. going to get the hottest new guys or girls, and it's just gonna be amazing and I have never looked forward more to a season 11 or another season of Vanderpump Rules in a long time yeah because I feel like yes this season was really dark 
But I think we're going to see like that light at the end of the tunnel next season and see these women thrive without these men weighing them down. Yeah, I think that they are there. I just can't believe that they put up with what they put up with for so long. And I've said it over and over and over again. I 100% this is Ariana's season to redeem and to get better and team Ariana, blah, 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 blah. But like, yeah we as an audience and the cast, like we all need to literally apologize to Katie because I I understand that Katie, like, and I think Katie would even admit it. She's not the easiest person. Okay. But that's honestly, she doesn't put up with a lot of crap. She really, she was the only one that would consistently call Tom out. And then all of her friends would gaslight her and be like, come on, like, you're so mean, you're so horrible. And to the point of like comedy, when we're watching Tom Sandoval bust a door in and there's Schwartz on the toilet and drag that's so funny but then you like think about the context of that conversation and you're like oh my god like they were like actually torturing Katie like and trying to convince Katie that it was totally fine that her soon-to-be husband had cheated on her multiple times and they should be getting married I'm like we are horrible people yeah it was really interesting just how things have I think maybe also just the you know 2013 I think was season one and you could see the show is the perception of the show I think is also changing because of the change of the times and you know I feel like people have their eyes a lot more open yeah and are able to see things maybe that they didn't before and justice for Katie oh a big, big Katie fan this season. And I will continue to root for her. So with the times changing, yeah, obviously we lost a bunch of cast members that were literally like beloved, yeah, like the heart and soul, honestly. And I, and even though I completely understand why they were taken off of the program, Mm -hmm. I also, I, I think two things can be, can exist. They needed to be booted off. But mm-hmm. that is why the show sunk quite a bit, in my opinion, is they were missing a huge part of the storyline. Like, so who do you miss the most out of, you know, Jax and Kristen and Stassi and honestly, Brittany too. Um, that, yeah. Who do you miss out of that group? And do you, they're coming back. So we've all, we've 100%. all heard. Every pretty much everybody's coming back except for Stassi. She's the only one that's like, I'm not coming back. And I'm like, you know what? Good for you. You have kids. You don't need this. You're you're she's fine. She's yeah. gonna be just fine. Agreed. Who are you the most excited about coming back? And who do you wish would could have maybe just got it together a little bit quicker? Maybe figured it out and come back maybe season like nine. Yeah, I have to say out of all the people that you've said, Stassi was my favorite. Yeah. I think she was the show, especially like season one. I'm not even sure if there'd be a season two if Stassi wasn't in it. You know, I just, I honestly feel like she, you know, and there was some weirdness with season two and three with Patrick and I think Patrick, right? Yeah. Um, And all of that. But I love Stassi, not just like, and I love seeing her growth, but I also love, love, love her husband Bo and seeing yes. her go from like a Jax to a Bo and finally being appreciated was yes. just all I wanted to see for her yeah um so yes I'm bummed she's not coming back I did see one thing of like she knows she's going to be back on reality television at some point yes. it'll be interesting to see what form that takes if it's right. standard rules maybe sometime in the future or her own thing I will be watching yeah, so I have to say Stassi um, for sure and like yeah kind of like you said the Stassi and Kirsten Kristen of it all 
I mean, they needed to realize what they did was wrong. And if that's what needing to pull them off the show made them fully like, you know, take that in, then mm-hmm. I'm happy that happened. Cause it was, you know, they, they made a mistake. Um, yeah. But like if Dotsie and Kristen were to return, I wouldn't be a hater. Um, they've done their time. I, as long as that is not repeated behavior. Yeah. And we really see that they have kind of grown from that, from following them on social media. I feel like they have. Same. Um, so yes, I'm excited to see Kristen Dowdy back in the finale for sure. And Jackson, Brittany. Oh, I love them too. I want them all. Um, what was the question of who? I just who? Really- yeah, just who? Who are you missing the most? Who do you wish that the other one was? Who do you wish would have kind of gotten their shit together and come back a lot sooner? Because it they're only re- like let's be real. The only reason they are coming back is because of Scandal. Yes. If Scandal didn't happen, none of them would be back. Not one of them would have been asked Including back. Including the current thing. I personally think season 10 would have been their last. And I think what we Agreed. saw this last week seemed very series finale vibes. 100%. 100%. So who do you think could have kind of got it together a little bit faster and we could have gotten them maybe back in if they wasn't just maybe admitted their stuff a lot faster and we could have gotten them into the mix and yeah maybe fixed because season nine you're not missing literally just rochella right does that happen season nine it's the most boring season ever there's nothing it's also cringy because of the lala and randall situation because Mm -hmm. it's the same thing of scandal where there's a lot of foreshadowing and there's a lot of, oh God, I can't believe you just said that. Oh, wait, mm. just wait. Like Lala. It, it's, it's so, it's so sad. He's basically like a mini Harvey Weinstein, right? Yeah. Like- and it's really sad. She has a moment at a dinner where she gets mad at Sandoval and says like, how dare you? My fiance is the most like upstanding, kind and per- blah, blah, blah ever. And you're sitting there like, oh, never mind. And then they, and then it, the whole season is, I hate Brock. Brock is the worst. I hate I've Brock. I've heard some stuff about that. Okay. And it's awful. It's, 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 it's just not a good season. It's just, for them, for them, it's not a good, it's not a good season. It's very bland. Yeah. It's very blah. And it's like, okay. So the episode is like hinging on Raquel basically and Rochella and her not being able to say a toast. I can't. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't sound great. I'm gonna I'm gonna push through it, but yeah, I'm not necessarily looking forward to it. Um, I do wish that Estasi yeah, could have. It would have been Stasi that could have like yeah. come back in because I think also it's been fun seeing clips of her just full on calling out Sandoval first. I feel like before yes. everyone, and I think if she was there this season, oh. it would it would be incredible. I would have absolutely loved that. And you know what I've really enjoyed watching is, I don't know if you um, have Peacock, but the watch with Jackson, Brittany. Yes. I thoroughly enjoyed. And the fact that there's like rumors, but all but confirmed that Jax and Brittany are coming back next season. I am so excited, but part of me is nervous just because I don't want Jax to get into old patterns Yes. Because like, I know there's the joke of like, who knew that it was going to be Stassi and Jax who like, you know, found those good partners and a family. And I just want to make sure that that stays intact. And, you know, I could already see Scandal getting Jax's head a little bit. Oh, and and Kristen too. The both of them, it's like, oh, they're loving their lives. Back, calm down. 
you're like crack addicts like chill out yeah I think part of it is also because they both saw Sandoval for who they were or who that person was Jax has never lied a day in his life Jax has never lied a day in his life and as as unhinged as Kristen is like she she was right and the moment I'm pretty like I'm crossing my fingers that we're gonna get a Miami girl like confirmation on the finale and I cannot wait for that I I've been waiting since season two oh since from what Sheena has continued to insinuate on Mm -hmm. every single podcast she's ever done this season Mm -hmm. we're we're going to get a something off of Miami girl and Kristen said we're not going to have any we're not going to see Miami girl ever again we're not going to hear from her but I think that Ariana knew about Miami girl and I think she hit it because she knows how toxic and insane because this group can't just accept something and let it go they have to drag it as far as humanly possible and torture people in it and I I'm going to assume that's what it is and there's just there was I was funny enough I was watching that season because I watched that show like people watch friends in the office yeah I think I'm I must be a really toxic person because that's my comfort zone as Vanderpump I love it (laughs) I love watching people yell at each other there's nothing that brings me more peace because I don't do that I don't I don't I'm the most boring person ever (laughs) and I'm like okay let's just watch this crazy stuff and there was so much right in front of Ariana's face about Miami girl, like literal text messages that are so specific and all this stuff. And it got hidden because of Kristen being a crazy person. Yeah. And cause Ariana's so smart. Like that's so like the smart. thing that's, I had the hardest time watching that back in season two, because also like, were they dating? It was like within a month, right? It, like, it was very early oh, it was on very in quick. their relationship. Yeah, And I just am so confused of like how to put, the, it should be easy not to cheat in like those early times. You know what I That's mean? That's what I thought. And for me to wrap my head around that, like, I just don't know how Ariana, like, and she probably had to go through it alone. Like, I just hope we can really hear from her and her experience being Sandoval's girlfriend for the past 10 years, you know, like. It's going to be interesting because they don't like, and I, and I was saying this to my husband the other day, I a hundred percent understand where Ariana is coming from, where she doesn't like to talk about her relationship. I'm the same. I don't like to, to my friends, to family members, because it gets to a point where when you start talking about your relationship, then that gives permission to people for people to judge your relationship. And then sometimes that alters your relationship with your partner because you're like, wait a minute, do I really feel that way? Or did someone spew some crap into my ear? And I'm thinking about that. So like, I get where she's coming from, but that makes it even more shocking to us because we really know nothing about their relationship like They've at all. They've been pretty tight-lipped. Yeah. So I think we're going to find out a lot of things that are going to be very um, horrible, like, awful. like actually awful and horrible and disgusting and messed up. And then when you watch back episodes, you start seeing those little cracks in their relationship. And you're like, wait a minute, I forgot about that. Or like, Oh, wait a minute. There's a, there's an episode where there, there was that season when Ariana started talking about her sexuality a lot. Mm. And there's a part and a scene where they're sitting on the couch together and Tom Sandoval is trying to basically convince her that the best orgasm she's ever had have been with him. And she's looking him dead in the eye and is saying no. And he's like, no, 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 no. It, I would, I would know. And it's like, 
you don't would you though so her body the, the one that she owns you don't think she would know that no oh okay cool you know bro and i'm just like i i this man is he is a narcissist it's like i oh, you don't yeah. like to throw that stuff around but it's like he's but like it's a textbook. textbook yeah it's yeah. psychotic it's crazy how perfectly narcissistic this man is yeah and then having those three guys together like in those earlier seasons sandoval schwartz and jacks they were just going round in circles and they're doing the same things to the people they love over and over again. And they were just, oh, it was just a toxic mess. So, so that's why I'm so glad that Jax got out of it, but yeah. I'm worried. I'm worried. I want to see them so bad, but at the same time, I was like, but would it be better if they did live outside the public eye? You know what I mean? Um, I like him. I, w- I wish that they would come back in the capacity of Peacock would go, oh, okay, we're not going to put you on the show but we are going to have you commentate the show. Basically. I wish they would just keep them doing that because it's so funny and it's so amazing. And the stuff that comes out of their mouth because Jax has no filter at all still. And the stuff that comes out of his mouth, I'm just like, I love this. I love this. I miss you. Cause him and James, like James Kennedy is the reincarnation of Jax Taylor. Like I'm convinced. I could see that. James is like Jax's long lost, like son from the girl that he cheated on (laughs) Stassi with from like season one. Like imagine, oh my God. What if? Like, I'm just like, wait a minute. Like you, and that's what was so funny. And what was it like season, like seven or eight reunion when they sat next to each other and they were laughing so hard at each other. I'm like, you guys are the same person. You are the same person. It's probably why they butted heads too. You know? It's giving like Joe Gorga and Teresa. Yes. um, (laughs) Oh, when they were doing the, I think it was basically like moonshine and then that one episode in a bar and it's just the two of them just drinking their, like, I loved it. I was like, yes, like these two are. And that's why, like, when I look back at, uh, Jax's confessionals, he's so funny. He's so funny. And I was like, Peacock, whoever thought of this needs a raise immediately. This is literally genius. So so good. And I also absolutely amazing. Yes, I couldn't agree. And I just think Jax is also such a bad liar. And so it's just makes it impossible. And like, you know, production's got to love that. (laughs) Oh, a hundred percent. So my last question for you about it is basically where do you lie on? Because they, so you have obviously your sister who is newer to the fandom and the craziness. And so I feel like there's two camps. There's the camp of, the situation with Kristen, Tom, and Ariana is nothing like what we're talking about right now. And I feel like that's the OG people. They're like, you, what don't you see? This is not the same thing. This is completely different. Where have you been? And then you have the new, the newbies that are like, well, Ariana deserves it. You know, once a cheater, always a cheater. And you were in this relationship because you were cheating. Where do you lie in that camp? And what kind of makes you the most angry from the newbies and some of the things that they say where you're like, clearly you haven't done the research. Yeah. The part of one of the main things that people really throw like on my comments and stuff, cause I am such a law law stand specifically is just like compare, like saying that law law can't speak on it because you know, she was a mistress or different things that she's done in her past. And yeah. I just, feel like and even with like Kristen um people comparing it to Kristen and Jack sleeping together like all these comparisons that like okay Tom Sandoval 
is with Ariana, has bought a house, is potentially, like, she's freezing her eggs to for him to inseminate it, being together all this time, while at the least seven-month affair with her best friend while they all hang out together. That is some, like, Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. Like, Psychotic. Yes. And I just, like, people don't know the differences. Like, Kristen... Um, Stassi and Jax weren't, weren't together. It was a right. two-time random thing. And should she have gone backhanded by Stassi? Yes. But like, um, it's not the same thing. And no. same with, I don't know as much about the alt la la of it all, but I just think saying that she can't speak because of certain vulnerabilities that she's opened up about in the past and, you know, yeah. her sleeping with James and stuff like that. I just think it's a kind of cheap to throw it in her face and being like, you aren't allowed to talk about this. And same with Kristen Dowdy. You aren't allowed to talk about this. The most hate I get in my videos are when I say or do any videos with Lala or Kristen. Yeah. And it's just like, why are you going after them and not like the men who are involved in these situations? Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. That's the thing that bothers me. I am, if you are a follower of mine, hi, love you. I am a Lala truther. I will die on a hill that she's not a mistress because she just straight up isn't like, why are we not going? Why does everybody want to erase the part where Randall lied to her, had staff members of him lie to her, had everybody that he knew around him lie to her. And Amber, his ex-wife has cooperated all of that. Mm -hmm. has said many times that her Amber brings their children to Ocean's birthday parties. Like they are, they're on the same page. So when people like Raquel, let alone the newbies bring things like that up, I'm like, but that doesn't make any sense because it's not true because you're taking the context out of this woman was lied to the entire time so leave, leave her alone. And then the thing with James and her, I saw a TikTok the other day from, a rea- I think it was Reality Ops posted it. Mm, they're great. And, oh, they're fantastic. And it was um, the season seven or eight reunion, the first season that Raquel was on. And they had given a timeline of when Raquel decided that they were officially a couple. And it was when they moved in. So anything that happened before the two of them moved in together is nothing. So I'm like, oh, okay. So if Lala and James hooked up then, then that means James didn't cheat on you. Therefore, again, Lala's not a mistress. I'm dying on the Lala Hill. And I will continue to die on the Lala Hill. And to add to that, I also think it's, you're seeing growth. Just like some of these other characters. When she came in season four, I believe, you know, she wasn't sober. She had, you know, she was new to LA, trying to figure herself out like we all are. I'm still am. Um, You know, and, you know, the, the, her path of how she met Randall and how she's gone through all of this to where she is now is so like commendable Yeah, to be able to go through that and still like not break your sobriety and still like, yeah, be a good human. I, Mm -hmm. I, I'm on that la la hill with you. Yeah. I can't, I can't help it. I, I just feel like there's so much proof to show like you said, how much growth she's had out of the entire cast. The fact that she is sober with this group of people, 
I wouldn't be able to do it. I don't know how she, I truly don't know how and how she is so much like, yeah, I'm sober and what? I love that. Like, and one of the first episodes this season, they're at that lunch with those two guys who can't remember she's sober half the, half the time they're eating. And she's like, I'm sober (laughs) and she's totally okay with it. And I'm unapologetic. And I love it. That's she just so authentically herself. She knows who she is. Yeah. And, um, hopefully, you know, that'll rub off a little bit on James when it, when he's ready to kind of take that next step in his you know, sobriety and growth. Oh, um, seriously. Just, you know, what a good friend to have, you know, when you have a similar, you know, problem like that. Oh, uh, no, I would a hundred percent agree with that. And the Kristen and Tom of it all, people also take away the context of they cheated on each other all the time. This wasn't the first oh, time yeah. they cheated on each other. This wasn't the first time this happened. They, they've all, they've done it multiple times and they've said it admittedly on the show. Like, mm-hmm. so people are like, oh, well, you know, they did that. They, they changed like five different times before this even happened. A lot of people believe that they're, that this is a, this was a long game situation because Kristen cheated on Sandoval with James. So <laughs> Sandoval's so Sandoval, apparently this is not true, but I was like, this would be, inc- this is kind of, can you imagine? Can you imagine? That's a he's long, not smart enough. No, he's so stupid. That's such a long time. <laughs> but I was like, can you imagine he's been plotting for like six years, six years. He's like, once I swear to God, once he gets a girlfriend, I'm going to take her and I'm going to do the same thing. But even oh my worse, God, I, love it. I was like, oh my God, that's so true. Because that iconic moment, you slept with her in my bed with my condoms. <laughs> so crazy and the fact that like he was good james was going to go on the show before chris and dowdy through sandoval and they were yes. going to be roommates like yes. i feel like we need like an alternate like dimension timeline vanderpump rules of like what if that small thing happened and like the trajectory of what what could have been you know i wish we could see a, a, a show where we watch the guys in miami I want to see when they lived in Miami with the guy that they lived with, mm-hmm. with Jax. I'm like, now that's a show I want to watch. <laughs> that's so good. It's so good. No, so um, this show, it just holds such a place in my heart. Same. And I love talking about it. No, that's amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. You have no how I, it means a lot to me. And I really, really, really appreciate it. And anybody, I'm sorry, people that love Vanderpump Rules are some of my closest people in my life because they just they just get it they really do it's a, we're a certain type of people and I only oh. fuck with those types oh yeah we're a little <laughs> crazy but that's okay that's that's yes. totally fine I'm totally fine with that yes so same. thank you so much um where can people find you where can people listen to you uh you and your sister Thank you. Yeah, we're at Stop Wearing My Clothes Pod on Instagram and TikTok and at Stop Wearing My on Twitter because we're, we're too long. Of um, course. Too long of a name. And we have new episodes right now every Friday recapping Vanderpump Rules as well as reality television and also just kind of like, hey, this is what's going on in my life. And then I am starting to post a little on my personal. I'm an entertainment news reporter living in LA and I try, I'm trying to kind of capture that a little bit. So it's Kayla Galloway and the Kayla has three Ys. So okay, I you need to send me that because I will okay. link, of course, Thank I will link so everything below, but please send me that too so I can link that below too. And well, I appreciate you, you so me. much. Yes, thank you so much. Uh-huh.